That's the podcast coach for July 21st, 2018. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. Finally, that music. That means it's Saturday. It's 1030 Eastern Standard Time. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. Doesn't matter what they are. We just, if it's somewhat podcast related, that's kind of what we're looking for. And if you go, well, that sounds like free podcast consulting. That's exactly what it is. Joining me as always, he's back from uh, wedding duty. The one, the only, the happy papa, uh, Jim Coulson from TheAverageGuy.tv. How's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. It's good to have a Saturday off, but man, I tell you what, I did a conference and a wedding back to back. I can't and imagine. That's not why I'm in podcast movement, by the way. There's, I would have, I would have imploded if we would have. <laughs> If I would have tried to get on a plane tomorrow and go to podcast movement, we had 1500 of our own here in Omaha and it was pretty crazy, but big thanks to Steve Stewart. I got a chance to listen to ask the podcast coach uh, in the week during the week last week. And Steve did a great job. Steve is a great guy. So he, he did a great job of filling in. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. He's a good guy. How, how many days did you have family in town for? 10. Yeah. <laughs> like from, from beginning to end, you know, <sighs> just uh, i mean literally dropped off my son at the airport yesterday it started with my mother-in-law last wednesday so you know and literally dave back to back we got done with the reception on saturday sunday morning the conference kind of started not sunday morning but sunday evening the conference started so i had a little break and then it's it's going into and dave this is my super bowl right as a podcaster these are this is my audience right and so we had 600 Certified coaches there as part of the group, and most of them listen to the podcast. So I had people coming up to me during the, yeah, you know, during the, wanting to talk and thanking me. I mean, it's it's a huge boost. Right? I was gonna say that'll keep you awake. Oh my gosh! I mean, I, I four hours every night of sleep, uh, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, just four, four, four. You just do everything you can to be available for the people. But my voice is gone. My, I, like, I slept nine hours. I never sleep nine hours. I, <laughs> I slept nine hours last night trying to trying to catch up. So it was great. You and I were talking in pre-show, and I think there's times it's just good to take time off. Yeah, you know, you you need it. I, I took two weeks off from Home Gadget Geeks. I mean, I, it just I couldn't with family here last Thursday, and then there's no way I would have had energy this Thursday to get it done. I was just a, I was just a wreck. And so you need, you know, sometimes you need some downtime and I think it's okay to walk away for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Did you, now did you announce those? Uh, just the, just the day of on Twitter, just yeah. said, Hey guys, no matter what I say today, cause I have automatic tweets that say, uh, Hey, you know, come watch. And so I said, no matter what I say today, it's canceled. And my audience kind of knows, but right. I haven't taken two weeks off in geez. I'm not sure I've ever taken two weeks in a row off. I've always had some content lined up or ready or in the can or whatever. And the planets just aligned that uh, I just didn't have it. And I, I think it's okay. You know, you, you, you give your listeners a break, let them catch up. Let them, I hear all the time that, and I know the same for your listeners that they're a couple weeks behind anyways on yeah. the podcast listing. That is funny when you when you'll hear people they're like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, Oh, I see someone finally listened to episode six twenty four. That was exactly. like, you know, like, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think it's wrong, yeah. you know, or or even I, you know, I encourage you, you were talking about school podcasting. I just dude, it's the week before podcast movement. Yeah. You know, you just just give it a break. It is one of those, um, it's one of those times when Having one or two in the can is super helpful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what I, what I did last week was I was going through, cause I somehow had this plan where I was going to have content and all of a sudden I looked up and I'm like, I got no content for this week. Cause I was going to do 
the question of the month, but that's supposed to be next week. And all of a sudden I'm like, hmm, what am I going to do? And so I always have a couple ideas in the can. So I've got it all scheduled. I actually found a really cool audio clip that I want to play that kind of plays on last week's episode. Uh, so it's not going to be, it's just a matter of recording it. And it's probably going to be, you know, 20 minutes as opposed to 40 or whatever. But um, it's, it, it's, I think it's still going to be cool. Um, Cause I've, I've seen a lot of people, there's a, a new, there are obscure mistakes that people are making in their podcasts. I don't think people realize like, that's not really the best way to do that. And here's why I think that kind of thing. Cause I've done it. I've done that before. Like I are, is your podcasting making these mistakes? And I went and looked at that episode. I'm like, yeah, these are not those. This is not a repeat. So and part I went, two. Well, you have to call it part two. Yeah. Part two. Yeah. But Illiquity had sent me a message on Voxer that said she's on wordpress.com and she wants to move to wordpress.org. And how hard is that? And the way I've always done it, and there's might be a better way. In fact, there probably is a better way, but this is how I've done it. You can go into wordpress.com and export your file, your, your post and your pages. And I think when you do that, there's some button that says something about images. And I remember you always want to check that it exports your file to an XML file. And then you go into your wordpress.org version of your site and it's kind of weird. You now have to install a plugin to import it. It used to be it was there automatically. Now you have to install this WordPress importer from WordPress. Uh, and you click on that, upload the XML file, and here's all your posts and your pages. Now, what that doesn't do is your theme. And that's where she was saying she has some sort of theme from WordPress.com. And I'm like, that I can't help you with. I know I'm a big fan of, a fan of uh, Generate Press. A lot of people are fan of Divi from elegant themes, I go, so you're probably going to have to, you know, work on the look of your site and you might look to see what the theme is on wordpress.com. Cause maybe that theme editor has a version for wordpress.org. And so that might not be, you know, that big of a deal you'll see, but it's, it's not fun moving anytime you, you move. So that's always kind of uh fun. Let's see. Uh, we have a chat room here says I've done this before from wordpress.com to wordpress.org by using custom WordPress sites like updraft to back up one site and then migrate to the other. But can you back up a wordpress.com website? No, I don't. I think that's the problem. Yeah. But you can't do that. I don't know. That's how I shouldn't say that, but you don't have the same, um, plug flexibility. Option. Yeah. So WordPress.com. yeah, it's a tough, I, I wonder why she's moving. You know, I wonder what it's probably flexibility in advertising or something, you know, along those lines that or, or it's kind of like, like you can put a blueberry Libsyn Spreaker, you can put a link to the audio file, but you can't embed the player yeah. uh, unless you go to their like business level now that lets you do. It's basically like a regular web host, but you don't get all the flexibility. You probably can't put. Well, you, yeah, it's just everything over there is just you can do it. It's just not as fun kind of thing. And so I have a I have a site. I have a personal site over at Azure. I, I, they, mm-hmm. Azure is actually a really good host for um, for WordPress. And it uh, my MVP status at Microsoft is changing. And so it's going from free to paid. And so I've been kind of thinking about is it time to move that off of Azure, move it on to Maple Grove Partners, where I host everything today. And that's a good question. Like, okay, what, when you have to move or when your service provider goes away, right? Or do you have good backups on your site? Do, are you able to, or have you ever walked through the process of 
taking one of those backups and deploying it somewhere else. And you know how to do that because you have DNS things you need to cover and you're going to need to redirect and your, you know, your, your domain name is going to be need directed to another server. I mean, do you know those steps? And if it got wiped out tomorrow and you don't know those steps, do you know who you'd pay to do that? Right. I mean, then, or, it, or are you okay with your site being down for a couple of weeks while you get that figured out? It, it so that those pieces of backup are really, really important, and they're really, really hard because you never need it until you need it, and it always seems like it comes at. And I know you've experienced this, Dave. It always comes at the most inconvenient time possible. Uh, yeah, right. It's never like, oh, I got two weeks to do nothing. I think, oh, my site went down. Right, that <laughs> never happens. Yeah. It's always. When you're, you know, it's it's today, right? It goes down today, the day before you're going to leave for podcast movement. That's it, right? That's this is when this is when those kinds of things happen. So, it's good to practice that. It's good to know what your backup is. I, I'll be honest; I've got some backups running. I, I'm not sure I've checked them in months, and if they're even backing things up correctly, you, you probably should have. If you're self-hosting and you don't, you're relying on yourself for backups. You should probably practice this or at least check on it at least once a month. It's one of those things you don't want to come to it and then realize, oh, man, this hasn't backed up in six months or yeah. this hasn't backed up in a year. And I don't, I lost all the posts that, that I put for the last year. You don't want that day to hit. Yeah, I use uh, Managed WP and it just backs up. You can, you can back up all your sites once a month for free. And then if you want more than that, it's, it's something ridiculous, like a dollar a month. It's really super cheap. Um, I just love it because I'll get an email that says, Hey, you know, your, this website needs updated on this plugin and I can just go to manage WP because if it's something like Yoast or PowerPress or something that I have on multiple sites, I can just go to that one website, update all of them while I'm there, delete all of my spam. I love that thing. It's uh, mm-hmm. it, they got bought. How, by how much you pay for that? It's gotta be less than 10 bucks a month. It's, it's super cheap. So I love it. Um, up, updraft is another one yeah. of those plugins that uh, it's real popular. I use that too. My coward yep. uses Updraft Plus. It goes to Dropbox, but, which yeah. is pretty cool, yeah. right? And then you can literally get that. You know, say like your whole, um, you know, your whole service provider craters, and you can't even like you can't get to anything. Um, if you've been moving it to Dropbox, at least all the backups are there. Right? Oh, you, can, you can spin up a new site and then um, you know pull it back from there. Yeah, Illiquity says, uh, "Should I move from WordPress to Weebly?" No. Ooh, yeah. Do, Weebly, do Squarespace, Wix. Wix. Yeah. Don't don't not not for podcasting. Like don't don't you could do it for everything. I, for yeah. anything else. I mean, if you're just creating a personal site, Wix is great. Squarespace is great for some of those, but not podcasting. Don't do that. Yeah, for anyone who was listening to the recording, that's my Facebook, not yours. I just realized they didn't close Facebook, and I just got a ding. Oh, so, I did too. So, but you didn't hear mine. Either. Yeah, I, okay. I was like, oh, okay. Um, uh, but I'm yeah, on a Discord group too that's really active right now. So I'm hearing this. Yeah, I I've just found I you can use Libsyn on Wix. I have a tutorial somewhere on that. You, you can use it. It's just. And it's one of those things, I guess, if you're already using WordPress, you've already gone through a learning curve. Why right. submit yourself to another one? And the, the good news about WordPress is it's super flexible. The bad news about WordPress is it's super flexible. So And a huge target. And, yeah, a, huge and a huge target. target. Yeah. It's, yeah. I just did a research on it. It's like 28% of the internet, which is huge. It's gigantic. R- runs on WordPress. Yeah. So yeah, that's, but, but you can do one thing. Like if you're a WordPress user, change your 
your default login address. I think today it's that WP dash login or at WD admin. I forget what the, you know, it's your site.com slash WP admin. If you just change that to a, another word, that's just yours. Like every hacker in the world has a script that says, fill in this domain slash what the default login is and then pound it. Right. And so if you just change that URL, that, that the, the, and there's, there's some security plugins that'll do this for you. Thanks. And you can set it, just change it to something different. Well, all of a sudden then you've wiped out, you know, it's harder for yeah. those hackers to find your site and you just have to be harder than the guy that's easier than you to get hacked. Right. That's, that's the thing. So you can get in there. It, this is another thing that's good to spend a day figuring out is the security of your site. Cause it is very, it's not vulnerable, but it's very, it's a big attack surface. So yeah. you just want to make sure you understand how to lock it down. Yeah. I use word fence mm-hmm. and then, um, most of my stuff is on SiteGround. They have a, I think it's called Loginizer or something like that. That just it's it's protects against brutal or brute force brute force attacks. Yeah, uh, Aliquity says is is WordPress.org better for podcasting? Um, what it is is WordPress.com. They dictate what you can and cannot do, and for some people that's fine. But the more you want to do with your website eventually you're going to come across that. Hmm. Oh wait, I can't. Oh no, I can't do an iframe. Oh, I can't do this. I can't, I can't put this here. No JavaScript. No, I don't like, Oh, Hmm. But if you just want a, a website for people to go and have a single play button with nothing else, you know, it, it can work. It's just, it's just not as fun. Uh, and then there, the solution on wordpress.com is, Oh, well, if you buy our business class, which I want to say is $18 a month, um, Okay. Which isn't terrible, by the way. It's not terrible. Right. Or I could go to, you know, other website hosts that are $12 a month that are WordPress. Um, what's the word here? Not enabled, but they're they're designed for WordPress. Um, I think you get email with SiteGround. Um, there's Pair, which, of course, Libsyn owns. There's, you know, there's a whole bunch of Maple Grove partners. Jim's really happy with those guys. So it just gives you more flexibility. Now, if you're at WordPress.com and you're like, I don't know. I, I, I'm doing everything I wanted to do. Then it's not broke. So don't fix it. So that's, that's the problem is when you go, well, I want to add a newsletter thing, but when I go to copy and paste my signup form, it doesn't work. Or I want to put the, the Libsyn player on this and it, it, I get an error message because it's an iframe or a, you know, that's when you're like, well, so now uh, she also asked if I move to a different platform, do my stats change? No, if you're using Libsyn or Blueberry or whoever, um, as long as people are clicking on that button, whatever it is, whether it's a player or a direct link to the file, that's a download wherever it's at. So if somebody, you know, clicks your podcast on Twitter, that's a download. If somebody clicks it on your website, that's a download. If somebody listens to it on a podcast app, that's a download. So it doesn't really matter where you're at. Your stats are going to be fine. That's actually one of the nice things about it is if you're using a media host, you can blow up your website and launch it in you know, Wix or Weebly or whoever you wanted to, um, if you wanted to try it and your website's fine. And if you're using the RSS feed from your host, your podcast doesn't stop. It just keeps going. You can, like I said, you can blow it up if you wanted to. So, but, um, but thanks for that question. She sent that in, uh, that's a good one last night. And Jim, you mentioned four hours sleep on your, uh, your tour. 
any any takeaways from your huge conference that you're like, oh, people should definitely do this or yeah, and or podcast movement tips. You know, like yeah. when you're when you're thinking about going there, I think in some unconventional ones, there's the ones you know we, we threw it in the chat room. What what are your tips? And there's you know stay hydrated. There's have sneakers, right? Really comfortable shoes are super important. Those kinds of things are no brainers, right? You need to go just make sure you're comfortable. Layers, I think Emily mentioned, you know, layers, but there's a couple of things. Uh, that I think of when when I'm doing these, or at least from the experience that I had this week, that I think are a little unconventional that you don't think of. So one, if you have a podcaster that you listen to often, don't miss thanking them for their podcast. Go and pull them aside for a second. They're going to be, if they're the real popular ones, they're going to be mobbed. You're going to get about 10 seconds with them. Like, just get over that fact. You're not going to get a conversation you know, you're not going to be able to hang out in the hallway with Pat Flynn. That's probably not going to happen when you're there. But if you do get a scent, if you get to do get a chance and there, there are podcasts you listen to all the time, just thank them. I mean, I, you know how important that is for you when you have a listener that thanks you for the work that you do. So even these big, these big ones that are out there appreciate your, you know, you being generous uh, in, in thanking them. Don't you think, Dave, like nobody gets, nobody goes, oh, stop, stop thanking me. Yeah. It's too much. I right? can't take it. Stop doing it. Um, and then, and I think go to every session you can. Like, don't don't blow off the sessions. But if you get in a good conversation, blow off the session. Like, oh yeah, right. If they're not that important. If you get in a really good conversation with someone, just blow it off. Stay in the hallway. You said this before, Dave. Right? You yeah. you 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 like that as well. I know you don't. You do that probably more than you go to the sessions, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Well, now I don't get to go to any sessions because I'm working a booth. But if I like Thursday, the booths are closed. I'm there to speak the rest of the day. I have really not a whole lot going on, which I'm super excited. So I actually might go to sessions on Thursday. But if I had a session to go to and I'm talking to somebody, no way I'm going to the session or I'll go in late. You know, you always like, oh, I hate to just go in quiet. Don't make a big ruckus. Sit in the back. You know, not a big deal. Yeah. Um, And I, I think the sessions are better earlier, not because the speakers are any better, but because you're not as burned out. So I hear that yeah. a lot. Day two, or maybe especially if it's a day three, I'll hear people say, ah, the speakers weren't that great. And it's like, okay, were the speakers not that great or were you not that great? I'm going to say you're crispy at that point. No, and you're super excited and you've been there and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then, you know, on Wednesday, this is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? A podcast movement. This it year, is the dates. I want to say it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. And so, then Monday is a bunch of like pre-made four sessions. Yeah. Kind of stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you'll be pretty toasty if you're getting there, you know, if you're getting there Sunday afternoon and you're meeting with people, you'll be, you'll be pretty toast. I think get as much sleep as you can early as opposed to trying to make up for it. If you can, the first, it's so hard though. In the first couple of nights you're meeting everybody and let's go after party and let's, you know, Yeah. and I was the inventor of a bunch of after parties. So that was the the problem is I was inviting people you know, at our conference, uh, we had a conference and then a conference party. And I was saying to people, hey, let's meet at the Hilton, you know, for an after party. And we were gathering 20 or 30 people to come. So if you can get some sleep early, but man, you do get to sleep after the conference. And it's so, you, you only get this time with people. It just only happens there. That's so it. sacrifice it. Like just sacrifice the body. When I was at yeah. uh, PodFest, I remember the one night I went to bed at four in the morning and I'm like, I haven't done that since I was like 22, but we just kept talking and we were having fun and it was just fun. And all of a sudden you looked up and you're like, wow, it's three 30. We should probably go to bed. I've got to work tomorrow, you know? 
Um, somebody asked in the chat room, is there a Dave Jackson meetup? Yes, it's Tuesday and Wednesday at the Libsyn booth. Stop by anytime and say hi. That's why they hired you, Dave. Yeah, so that's you know, it. People would, people would come by um, and see you. I think uh, if you're going to have one piece of gear, somebody had mentioned in the chat room, uh, you know, uh, a, a um, uh, power brick, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those things are good. But I think uh, a backpack or whatever you're comfortable with, you have to have a good, do not have a bag. Put something you can put on your back and carry with you because you'll set that thing down and forget it or it's just a pain to carry it around or whatever. Make sure you're getting in those those bags that have the little straps, you know, the, you oh, know yeah. they're just drawing you, oh, not, for, not for a couple of days, right? You definitely want to think about having a good quality backpack, don't you think? Like oh, yeah. you're putting, you're carrying so much stuff, right? I used to have. I'm trying to remember what I used to bring, but it was over one shoulder. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, it was like a carrier bag, yeah. kind of kind of thing. Yeah, and so I switched to a backpack, a book bag, where it's two shoulders now, and it's not quite as hard on my back. And then the big thing you, the first thing I do when I get there, and they give me my swag bag, is I take whatever the book is that they've given me for free. And I'm probably going to put it on a table somewhere because a, I don't read physical books anymore. And B most of the time it's like, I wouldn't read this if it was free and it is free. And you know, or cause that's usually the heaviest thing in the bag. And I just sift through it and take out, you know, cause most of the time you're like, yeah, this I'll look at this later. Nope. No, thank you. Nope. Oh, Hey, look, it's a lips and flyer. Don't need that. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, you know, I, I just get rid of anything I don't need. Uh, and, and try to strip down. That's one of the things I'm doing this year is I'm bringing a laptop, but I'm not sure I'm going to use it. And that's one of the things I'll find out on Monday. It's like, do I need to bring this down to the booth? Cause I think there's, there's a ton of us at the Libsyn booth and I don't think we're going to need another laptop. Cause it's always nice if somebody goes, Hey, I'm trying to do this thing in Libsyn. And I can say, Oh, let's pull up your account. Uh, but I think we're going to have more than enough computers. So that's going to be kind of cool. So if I can lose that, that'll light me up a whole lot. Uh, but yeah, I, that's, that's it. And then just, you know, bring the brick, uh, bring a cable. I wish I had a smaller, I need like a, you know, just like something that's, I don't know, six inches long to plug the brick into my phone. Cause that's the only thing And you, you bring a cable and it's, you know, it's one of these where it's, you know, three and a half feet long. And so it's hanging out of your pocket or whatever. And you're like, ah. So, and batteries are cheap, right? I mean, this is a technology that's gotten uh, fairly, uh, there's, you know, com- commoditized where b- picking up batteries and some of the booths will probably even have free batteries. And so having a battery for your phone is probably a great idea that just every night, just charge it, make sure you have it. 2000, you know, a 2000 milliamp is great. If you can get a four or a six or an 8,000, those are even better. The 10,000 will charge a couple phones during the day, but Get something just in case you're in a spot where you do run out of phone battery and you need it. If you haven't ordered cards, it's probably too late at yeah. this point. You might be able to overnight them, but if you haven't ordered. So uh, likewise, if, you know, Dave, I always get tons of cards at these things and I'm ne- I, like, I'm sorting through them at the end and they get lost. I've used an application for Microsoft called Office Lens. So if you haven't checked this out, it's a, it's a Microsoft made product, maybe one of the best ones they have on a phone. And it'll take a sweet picture of a card from somebody. And so rather than taking the card from them, I always just take a picture of it. And I'm like, here's your card back. And then I've got a digital image of it that can it, that could be OCR. I can pull the image off of it yep. later. Or I can kind of store it and put it in a file. So just keeping those cards. Likewise, if you don't have a card, make yourself a half sheet of paper, make yourself a big card that you have available or whatever. And 
encourage them to do the same thing. You meet somebody and they're like, oh, do you have a card? And you're like, you know, I don't. But here, I've got this. You want to just take a picture of it? Um, people will just go, oh, yeah, okay. And they'll take out their phone and take a, take a snapshot of it. So it's a way to get that, even if you forgot to order cards, a great way to get them to get your information so they've got it available to them. So you can, you can encourage them to get that done as well. Chris Nessie also mentioned snacks. And yeah. when we were at Podcast Movement last year in Anaheim, there was a little bit of a lack of snacks and the food's super expensive. If you're, if you're that kind that needs those calories and it's good to have some protein bars or some of those kinds of things, definitely buy them, bring them, and put them in that fancy bag that you bought for this thing. Because it never hurts at 2.30 in the afternoon to have a protein bar just to kind of pick up the calorie count when you're snoozing in somebody's session, right? Yeah. I... Uh, <laughs> You're talking about the thing office lens. I do that in Evernote. I have a notebook yes. called business cards. And what's cool with Evernote is it, it OCRs your, the image. So you can actually search for the person's name letter and it'll bring up their business card. Yep. No uh, great way to do it. Illiquity says, how many cards should I bring? And my answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, probably, I, I'm at a, least 200, right? I mean, yeah. you're probably the, the average person is probably not going to give out more than 200. No. But and you I, never know. And I always try not to be the business card ninja. You know, where you, you have your card and you see somebody across the room and you're like, Wah! you know, and then shows up. <laughs> Ooh, that the, hit the camera. It did. It was, that was pretty good. <laughs> they're sitting there and they're in their neck. I try to have a conversation and then you kind of know if you, hey, I'd like to follow up with you later. Can I have a card? And then they'll ask for a card. Um, my first couple of conferences, I would just, I would meet you and go, well, here's my card. And I'm like, I might as well have been saying, hey, here, throw this away later. Would you? Thank you. Um, so I, I, um, I usually just grab, I have a big box of cards and I just grab a stack and stick them in my front pocket. I never give away more than 50. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's not, you, you think it's going to be more. I made stickers. Um, and here's another thing. Again, it may be a little too late, but I made one by one stickers from Vistaprint and it was yeah. 20 bucks for like 250 of them. And at our conference, I was, it had our podcast on it and I was going around sticking them on people's lanyards, hmm. you know, on the front of their lanyards. And, uh, and so it was like a badge kind of deal. And so there's a great way. I mean, it's, again, it's a little late now. Uh, you, you might be able to do an overnight if you order them today, but to have a little tiny, you don't want big gigantic ones, but little tiny stickers, 250 of them. That's a great way to have people. And then there are people are advertising for you. So as you meet people who listen, you're like, Hey, can I put a badge on your, you know, on your, yeah, right. Boom. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Dave's showing that, that little, that little sticker. Yeah. That was, I think that's in the future. I think that's going to be my new business card, right? It's just a sticker and have, instead of having cards, Yeah. you know, Daniel says, bring earplugs. If you have a roommate. Oh, oh, if you're sleeping with me in a room, you definitely forget about it. Yeah. (laughs) It's get to the point now. I don't want to travel anymore because I just didn't know, you know, if you're sharing a room with somebody, it just annoy him. Yeah. So I just, I just, to me, I always try to bring more cards than I need. That's the worst thing ever when you go, Oh, I'm out of cards. You know, and you meet somebody and it never fails. The person you really want to give a card to is the person that is when you reach in your wallet or whatever you have and you go, oh, I'm, I'm out. And that's like, can I have your card then, please? Or something that mm-hmm. just it never fails. So, yeah. And, and carry, you know, carry 50 or 100 with you. I mean, you can, yeah. I, we, I use Vistaprint if you, and that's super easy to use yeah. and you get, you know, you get stacks. This honestly, what I have in my hand right now, what I'm showing, this is about the amount I carry at a conference yep. when I go. And I and I, I give away about half of them. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's, I'm not a card guy. I, I don't get it. But this is a lot of cards. I mean, you, see, you know, so. 
Yeah. Same thing. If you're thinking of ordering cards, you know, and it's, it's cheaper if you buy 2000 to, you know, 500 is a lot of cards. I listen. And then here's, here's a drawback. So I ordered like two years ago, maybe I ordered these cards and I ordered like 8,000 of them. Cause yeah. they were like, you know, it gets it down to like 60 cents if you order that. Oh, yeah. And so on the back is two sites that are now gone. That's it. <laughs> they don't even work anymore, you know? And you're like, oh, crap. What am I going to do? You know? Eh, so, you know, don't order too many because you just don't, you just don't give that many out. Some do, you know, but, but I definitely, definitely. You know, it's funny. My wife, just this is a side note. Wow. I, this, this is a box of all my cards. And the, some of these I look at and I'm like, wow, that's awful. There's just too much information on this card. And oh, it's a really bad picture of me. I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking, but I'm like. Yeah, get a designer involved if you can. Yeah, it's like, you know. hey, I'm going to put everything I've ever done on one card so nobody can read it. It's just like, here's this giant tsunami yeah. of information in a font that's about six point. <laughs> you kind of want one spot, right? One spot for them to come back to. And yeah. that one spot on the web should have all the necessary branding to be able to take them you know, to take them where they want to go. That stuff is complicated. Making cards for amateurs. You can always tell the amateur card maker. And I'm, I, by the way, I put myself, yeah, I'm going to say uh, guilty, too many fonts, not enough, too many colors, too much information. You try to cram it all into, you know, one piece. So it is good. If you, if you got a friend or Fiverr or whatever, where you can get some, get some design help. Uh, it really makes a difference. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we, we skipped this. I started it oh. and we went back to the card thing, but snacks, right? Oh, yes. Food is super expensive and none of it's any good for you. So if you can, uh, you know, if you can carry some calories with you, you're carrying water, hopefully you've got, you've got a good water carrier and they'll probably give you one. That's been a real popular thing to give out at conferences, right? It's kind of that water bottle. I'm not a big water bottle fan, but having snacks, chocolate, those kinds of things with you to be able to kind of calorie up is really, really important. The afternoon, you know, you get a little sleepy and you're sitting in a session. Sometimes low calories can, can uh, perk you up. And be careful with the chocolate stuff. Put that in your back pocket, not in your pocket. Cause then you'll go to get it out of your pocket and you're like, Ooh, somebody pooped in my pocket. Like, Oh, it's my chocolate bar. It's like definitely put your gummy bears in your pocket. though. They come out <laughs> nice and warm and squishy in that, in that way. <laughs> but I've done that where you're like, I'll have it in a, um, like an inside pocket on my leather jacket. So it's like, you know, but then you walk outside or something and the sun hits your jacket and all of a sudden you're like, wow, I have brown goo everywhere in my oh, coat. Yeah, so there's nothing worse. Or you sit, you sit yeah. in somebody, sit on a seat and somebody drop chocolate on there. Yeah. Emily says on business cards, pictures of yourself help. Uh, like pictures, like people who are bad with, with faces. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Emily. Don't don't get me wrong. I just hate putting the picture of me on anything. <laughs> so I'm I'm always hesitant. I fought the team at Gallup. They wanted to put me on the album art. Um, and that's the direction they were going for the the various properties that we have. Mm-hmm. And I fought them for about two months. Like no, no, all the designs that had me on it. I'm like no, 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 no. Yeah. And finally, like we're gonna do it. Like whether you like it or not, we're going to do it. So I lost, I lost the battle at work, but it is a good idea. It does create great recognition and it, it, you should do your face should be somewhere. I think you're or a likeness of you should be somewhere in your branding. It, it's good, especially in the area of podcasting. It is really good whether you like your face or not. Yeah. Cause otherwise, unless you're talking, there's nothing to go. Oh, I know that person. I've, I've heard that voice yeah. before, yeah. Uh, but if they know your face, it's like, oh, 
because I they will recognize your voice though. Yeah. When you start talking, they'll be, Oh, there it is. Well, it's yeah. weird. Cause you're like, Oh, I've heard that. And it's, it's weird. It's coming out of his mouth. Yes. And I recognize people by their album art. And yeah. that's the thing that somebody, somebody go, Hey, do you know, you know, uh, whatever, Bob, what's his name? And I'll be like, maybe like, what's this podcast? Oh, it's the blah, 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 preneur. Oh, oh yeah. I know that one. It's like, I don't know your name, but I know, uh, I remember, oh, I forget, see, I'm already forgetting her name, but she had her artwork on her, her t-shirt. And I was like, oh, I know her. I've helped her. So. No, totally. Yeah. Emily said it's supposed to rain too. So don't forget an umbrella. Get it, get a compact. That's another thing where if your backpack has a umbrella section in or a yeah. strap, you can tie it on. That's really, really handy just to have it with you. You never know if you're going to be moving between buildings. Have you ever been, is it in a, is it in one convention center, one space, one size fits all? Or are you moving around? I think everything's in the same place, but I know the eatery thing from what I hear is across the street. You know, what's amazing about podcast movement and it's these guys that run it is that it is a all year event. Like, yeah. I have I have literally gotten an email from them every single week all year with different things to do and different ways to interact and they're constantly releasing new data and they're constantly making themselves relevant. And man, they, those guys are marketing machines over there. Yeah. I guess movement. Incredible. I've never seen a conference have more communication than these guys do um, in, in getting the word out. So it's, you know, it comes up. Uh, Ross was asking in the chat room if have they announced next year's location yet? Do, do we know if they I, I don't think they'll do that until the very end. of this No, they one. do it at the very end. And they usually most conferences will be like, if you buy your ticket today, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I heard there's a rumor it's going to be in Omaha. That's it's just a rumor that I heard. <laughs> It'd be great. Not ever. No. Not, although Omaha is a great convention city. Uh, hotels are inexpensive. We've got a, we have an amazing, how many, how many people do you think will be a podcast movement? 2000. They, they, yeah, so, they, last time I went to the website, it was like, we have 13 tickets left. If you, we just, we just did 1500 in the top of our convention center. We just did 1500 easy in the top, you know, the, the whole bottom can do about 5,000. And, um, and then hotels are inexpensive. I'm, I, what's, what's a night, what's a nightly rate in Philly? Do you know what well, your, your business probably covers it? Yeah, I'm going to say, I, I just, I bet it's 200 bucks, right. Um, for, for at least, and, uh, I, we were paying, you know, in the, in the low hundreds for, for those. So, Hey, podcast movement, Omaha, Nebraska is a great city. So you could come out. I, that's my chamber of commerce thing that I have to uh, do. There you go. Yeah. it will be full wherever it is. I'm going, you know, unless it's, you know, Antarctica or something like that. Yeah. But um, I'd love to see Denver. That would be great too. Denver's a great city. Denver is a great city. Yeah. Public transportation's awful, but uh, it's, it, it's your, you don't, you know, being in the mountains is great. So that'd be a great city to have it in. I think Nashville's been thrown around. Nashville's a fun um, city. Dallas would be, it's been done in Dallas, Dallas. right? Yeah. They, they've had Chicago, Dallas, Fort Worth, and now Philly. So they haven't, have they done the West Coast yet? I don't think so. Oh, Anaheim. That was last year. That's right. Yeah, yeah we were in Anaheim, which was a great spot for it. That was, um, it's, you know, a little more reasonable than the Bay Area. Not much. Yeah. But a little more. And Disney's good at people. So all those hotels were, were pretty good. To, you know, they're they're used to that service mode. Well, that's where the the very first, the, the original, whatever it was called. The OG. Yeah, the OG was uh, in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. So... I still remember standing around the pool and there was a guy in a kilt from Scotland that had come all the way there. So 
Hey, we did have a, uh, I did have some questions I pulled from a Facebook group. If you guys have anything else, as always, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Before we transition, do we do we have any awesome supporters? Oh, we know to- we should. Um, he said, pulling up the PowerPoint that he forgot to pull up earlier. Yes, and you can you can be an awesome supporter by going to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. But anyway, yes, thank you to our awesome supporters. Of course, Josh Liston from onthebubblepodcast.com. Uh, and Greg from Debt Shepherd, uh, where he teaches financial wellness. Jonathan Bloom from Great Day Today. It's a weekly inspiration podcast. You can find that at weeklyawesome.com. Uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert, who will not be at Podcast Movement, but I was kind of bummed to hear that. But on the other hand, there's no horses at Podcast Movement. So he's over at horseradionetwork.com. Josh Rivers from podcastingexperiments.com. Max Trescott from aviationnewstalk.com. And I got to thank Max. He went over and was listening to the history of the band Six Shooter. And I did not know that the last episode I uploaded, while it was fine on my computer, it cut off like the last 15 seconds of the episode. And he's like, hey, just so you know. So thanks for that, Max. And uh, Shane from spybrary.com. And uh, thanks to everybody again. You just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. You can be an awesome supporter as well. So, and uh, let's see, next week will be the 28th. It'll be the two weeks when we, uh, when we list every, everyone. So are, are we going to, are you going to, are we going to do this next, next Saturday? Week? Yeah. After it, podcast it'll be fun. I'll be completely fried and oh, uh, I'll have no voice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. But I think it should be. I, I like to hear, I, I'm hoping that day, a lot of people are going to ask the podcast coach.com slash join. Cause I would love to hear all the stuff I missed. You know, Ooh, any, that would be awesome. You know, any sessions yeah. or just, just, you know, I'm you hoping to get some audio too. You know, if folks just wanted to record some yeah. audio, you know, that would be kind of a, a nice, a cool thing. Record a little bit of audio from the conference in real time and then send it to Dave and we'll play those clips yeah. here on the show uh, next week. That'd be a ton of fun. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm somebody put in something about getting new shoes. I was tempted. That was one of the things on my list today that if I had time, I was going to go buy new tennis shoes. Because yeah. they, they make tennis shoes now that look almost like dress shoes. like yeah, it, Totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and plus, it's not at the booth. It's jeans and a Libsyn shirt. So it's nothing where I really have to, to get dressed up. Um, yeah, I have, I, have some eco, I have some eco dress shoes. I almost spilled my coffee twice. That was crazy. Um, I have some eco dress shoes that I swear I could run a marathon in them. And they're 150 or 200 bucks. They're not cheap. That's, but it's been a I've long time for, since I've bought any kind of yeah, shoes. And I've, but I've had them now for... Um, and I think it's, is it ECCO? I'm thinking is maybe the brand name. I think they're European, but they're soup. They're pretty expensive to begin with, but, um, they, they've been some pretty good shoes. And, and I don't, if you're, if you're buying them at Kohl's for, for, for 40 bucks, they're not great shoes. <laughs> not great shoes. So don't, don't do that. Um, just like running shoes. We, I spend $150 every time I drop a pair of running shoes and they only last me six months, but they're so much better for your feet. I've actually gone to wearing those running shoes. It's just regular shoes because they're so good for your, your feet. It's so much cushioning. And man, after a day of standing, I, I that my feet still feel great. So do not go cheap on shoes. You will, you will um, do, do, do the right thing and buy some good ones. Yeah. I want to, I, I'll put a link here in the, the chat room. SP found a, it's a, how, how long is this? Uh, half a foot, six inches, short cable from iKits. It's uh, so I could use that for for charging or or whatever. Um, so they do make them. Here's the one thing that, that's interesting about when you buy a cable for your iPad or iPhone, 
Because you can get them at like the gas station for like, you know, two bucks. And I swear, for me at least, if I don't have an official Apple charging cable, it lasts, either A, it doesn't work. I've had that where you plug it in and it's like, this doesn't recognize blah, blah, blah. Or B, it it, it just, it lasts for, I, I guess that you get what you pay for. But I've had a bunch that just straight up don't work. Like, I don't know what, if there's an extra cable that Apple puts in there that says I'm an official Apple cable, so work, and then the other people don't or whatever. But that uh, that drives me nuts with... Uh, it's a secret handshake. It is. Plug it in. Exactly. Yeah. There's a secret <laughs> Apple handshake. And uh, yeah, uh, Daniel says, yeah, never buy an iPhone cable that doesn't have the made for iPhone logo uh, certified by Apple. Yeah, because that's it's one of those things where... You know, I, I think the one I have behind me is from um, Griffin, and I think it had that logo. But, yeah, you go to Office Max or whatever, and you're like, wow, these are cheap. And then you get home, and you're like, and they don't work. They literally disintegrate as you pull them out of the box. <laughs> you know, you pull it out, away they go. That's, you know, cable is an area where you, you, wanna, you don't want to, you don't always want to spend the most. Although, if it's a cable that's going to last you the whole time, I I bought this really nice cable for my phone, it's really long. I wanted it long because there are times when I need it to stretch. And so I think it's a three foot or five foot or whatever. And it's braided and stuff. And man, that cable has been so durable, Dave. It, it's two years old, three, maybe four years old now. And it works and looks exactly the same as the day. Now, I spent probably twice as much as I would for a cheap cable, but it wasn't the most expensive cable either. So I think this is the one where you want to kind of find the middle ground and check the reviews, right? They'll yeah. tell you. I have an official... Apple, you know, the white one. And it is, it's all frayed out. I have it in my car. So it's always like halfway going up through into my phone, into my holder, because I'm using it as a GPS. And it's still alive and kicking. In fact, that just reminds me, I should probably go buy another one just because that one looks like everybody sees it like, does that actually still work? Because it's, you can see the, you know, the inside of it. It's just not, uh, not cool. So, but uh, I want to, I want to bring up this question just because I yeah. love the answer that, that Daniel gave. And I'm going to leave out the name. This was in a, a Facebook group. I think this was in, might have been Podcast Movement or um, Podcasters Hangout. Curious to hear if anyone has ever seen their podcast perform better based on the platform in which they host. Uh, does Libsyn perform better than, say, Buzzsprout? Does their website draw more traffic, et cetera, et cetera? And I thought that was an interesting question because in the end, when it comes to, uh, you know, now one might have a faster download speed or things like that. But uh, Daniel's answer was, it's kind of like asking what's better, um, this craftsman hammer or a, I forget the other one he said. Um, I don't know. What's another brand for hardware stuff? Good, good or bad. Good, uh, good or bad. Uh, right? Either either or. doesn't matter. DeWalt. DeWalt. Uh, yeah. DeWalt hammer or a craftsman hammer. It's a hammer. It's going to hammer the nail and it doesn't really matter. And that's not to say that you're hosting, but in terms of really getting a bigger audience, it's it's really up to you to do yeah. that. Yeah, no, your your host provider's not unless they they're throttling you in some way or they have service problems, right? The host provider itself isn't going to no. where you host it isn't going to make a difference, right? right? Um, yeah. Although for the pro, let's just say this to use that analogy, for the pro, the hammer might matter, and so like right. if you're if you're really into this and you're really doing pro stuff. You might need some of the pro hosting, right? You might need some of the, if you were going to scale this thing out, you definitely like, you know, all of a sudden you were going to get millions. You might want to go with Ellipson or Blueberry because they know how to handle the millions, yeah. right? 
Um, and so that, that, that's, I think, where I, that's where that brand thing breaks down is when you're really, you know, when you're using it professionally. Yeah, there's a reason there's professional stuff. And that's the, not every time and not every circumstance. But if it's something you're going to use for your job and it's, you're going to go pro, yeah, oftentimes getting the pro equipment is what, uh, is what matters just because it's more durable or it's more specialized or it's, you know, it's, it's not quite, this is where cheaping out is not always in your best advantage. Yeah. Kim uh, asked in the, in the chat room, when is the Hall of Fame? It's the 24th. Um, I want to say it's 7.30. They have a, a whole red carpet thing. Will uh, I still be able to talk to you after this? Is this going to be, no, it's, it gonna be okay? You, I'm a, you can <laughs> set up. We can probably schedule something ahead of time. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay to be on Ask the Podcast. That's it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a discount. But uh, yeah, so. No more free consulting people. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Um, they don't have a time on their website. Uh, Academyofpodcasters.com. Um, it might be on the podcast movement site, but I think it's, I want to say it's seven or seven thirty. I know it starts at like six thirty, and there's this and that and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, so that should be Daniel says seven thirty. Seven thirty, Cool. Okay. So, and from what I understand, there's a stage and then there's like a dinner, almost like a dinner table kind of setup where you have people at tables and then behind the tables you have seating. So there'll be, so I, I guess, and from what I understand, like in this case, in my case, Daniel's inducting me. And so they're going to come pull Daniel somehow, and he will then be announced. And then Daniel will then, whatever his magic spell is, abracadabra, Dave, come on up, Red Rover, Red Rover, uh, let Davey come over. And then I will walk up from my table, it sounds like, up the steps, I'm assuming, or pole vault, or however I'm going to get on the stage, and then take it there. Because I think last year, Dan was backstage. And then he just came out. I forget exactly how it works. I need to go back and watch the tape. But um, now, congratulations to you, Dave. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's, and, and I'm glad Daniel's back to put you in there. That's, yes, uh, I was very happy when he when he said he was going to make it. I was like, well, there you go. And then when they said they, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to get to pick. And apparently, I just started that last year because I went, can I please induct in class? And they're like, because hmm, I think in the past it was just future or past Hall of Famers introduced the the incoming class. And the so, uh, football history dude is all about you pole vaulting in there. It'd be, I'd have to practice that a couple of times. I think. Yeah. But, uh, you don't want to do it. It's bad on your back. Yeah. See, you know, the, the football history history dude, it had a question about imposter syndrome, which you covered on your last episode yeah. of, of uh, school podcasting. But you know, in, in this case, he's because of us, encouraging him to get press credentials. Mm -hmm. He's going to a hall of fame event for football and there's going to be all these big shot, smarty pants, nice ex football players or, or, or not ex, but hall of yeah. fame football yeah. players. And how do you approach them? I think this is a really good question and, and I'm going to tie this into you here as you're going to be like, so you're no different today than you're going to be next right. Wednesday, right? You're the same guy, right. by the way, even though you're podcast famous and everybody in the community knows who you are, the Dave Jackson, you're still a guy who still likes encouragement. You still like to talk to people. Oh yeah. You still what you don't like are crazy insane fans who do stupid things. I think most people, even super famous people, are really open to just normal people and normal conversations. I met here in town a couple of weeks ago. I met a, a pretty famous Nebraska football player who I didn't recognize right away, but once I saw the name, I asked him, you know, hey, you used to play in Nebraska, right? And then he played in the pros and 
He's just a normal dude. That's right? He's just a normal guy. And if you act normal to him, they really actually like those kinds of conversations. And he said to me, I said, does it ever get weird? Because in Nebraska, you know, we 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 put football players way up there, right? And he's like, yeah, it gets really weird when all they want to talk about is football. So, so if you're going to approach famous people, don't be that guy or don't be that gal. Encourage them, thank them. By God, thank them for their work. Like, hey, you know, thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate it. And then if you want to ask them a few questions, do that. They will absolutely talk to you. So don't. Like, don't hesitate on that. Just be normal when you when you go and do those things. Yeah, Michael O'Neill developed a friendship with Pat Flynn. They both live in San Diego. And so he said, hey, can we meet up for a coffee? And Michael didn't bring up a single podcast, didn't sing up a pink passive income. He talked to him about being in the band. And, and, and it was interesting because Pat got done. He's like, wow, that was really fun. And, and Mike's like, what? And he's like, I never get to talk about that stuff. So sometimes a, a change of pace is kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had somebody get too freaky on me. I've always, it's always um, interesting. It's when, means you're not famous enough. It's always interesting when somebody goes, do you remember back like on show 167? And I'm thinking, I don't remember what I had for breakfast. I hey, well, I've interviewed people that I've forgotten about. <laughs> like, you know, you're like, I've, you know, I've had them on the show and then I'll meet them in person or whatever. And they'll be like, oh yeah, when, back when I was like, oh my God, you were on one of my shows. Like, yeah. cause I, but I interview 500 people a year. And so I just, I've told, I've had to apologize to people. I'm like, look, I, my brain is not big enough to keep track of all the things that I do. And so I apologize that I know I talked to you for an hour one day, but because it was the biggest day of your life and not mine, I can't remember. Like I, I don't, you know, and that was, but that sounded arrogant. Didn't my, it? Here's my, <laughs> here's my, uh, here's my nightmare. I'm talking to a listener of mine, giving them their undivided attention. And as I'm talking to them, I see Daniel J. Lewis start to walk down the hallway. That's like, I hate that because I'm like, okay, you're focused on them. And in the meantime, and in my head, I'm like going, there goes Daniel. I can't wait to go give him a hug. And then then I'm like arguing with myself, like, hey, don't do that. Give this person your entire focus thing. And I'm like, so then I'm arguing with myself. And then I'm like, hey, you're arguing with yourself. You're not even getting your, your your argument now is distracting. This person is talking to you and you're not paying attention. And that drives me bonkers as, as a person who's slightly ADD, I'm like, focus, just you know, snap out of it. Focus. So if for some reason I do that to you, that means I, I by all means, I, I am uh, thankful that, uh, well, we're all people too. Right. And yeah. we, we enjoy that, you know, like, you know, always start off with something grateful that you're grateful yeah. for and don't think, yeah, this is a thing. Don't, uh, um, look liquidity was saying, you know, she did a photography event and, they, I think that was her in the chat room and said that the groom didn't recognize her two weeks later. Oh, no, no. That was Carrie, uh, Carrie Bond. We had a thing, so, um, uh, the last podcaster's roundtable. Uh, Ray starts off with Jonathan, boom, from uh, Weekly Awesome and said, hey, welcome to your first roundtable. And the guy's like, yeah, I was actually here on whatever it was, show yeah. 74. Like, yeah. oops. No, yeah. no, I interviewed this gal in Australia uh, a year ago, not quite nine months, eight or nine months ago. And her face looked familiar, but I didn't recognize her right away. I felt really bad, but honestly, I saw her for an hour like, right. and, and I was distracted. Like I had a, I had another, somebody else was running the show. I was producing it. And so I was, it just took me a little bit longer to recognize where she was from. 
than, than before. I've gotten into the habit now when I meet people, especially in the Gallup space to say, okay, where, where and when was the last time we met? Cause I don't, you know, help yeah. me. And they'll say, oh, here, here. And almost always those clues will then trigger my brain to go back to that moment. But I can't, I'm just not smart enough. So be gracious, you know, be gracious with people. And for God's sakes, don't, if they're having a conversation and it looks, it looks intense, don't just say, I just wanted to say hi. You're not, you don't just want to say hi. You're going to want to talk more once you break in. And there's nothing more annoying than when I'm trying to have a conversation with the Dave Jackson and somebody butts <laughs> in and it's like, oh, just, just a second. I just, sorry to interrupt. That's my favorite one. Sorry to interrupt. Well, if you were sorry, you wouldn't have been interrupted. So stop <laughs> doing that. Like, you know, just wait. Uh, uh, it's, it, that's the hard, that's the hard part, right? You just, um, yeah, everybody wants to get to everybody and at a conference, it's kind of crazy. It is crazy. That's the, and I guess that's what makes it okay in a way to get away with is it's just, it's crazy. Hey, I wanted to, um, I'll put this in the, there's a, a new website and the reason I know about these, they're a sponsor or they have a booth, I should say at podcast movement. It's a website called pod chaser. And the reason I bring this up is I am scratching my head. It's it's uh it's a place where you can rate and review people because we needed one of those. You know, I woke up today and I'm like, if only I could rate and review more podcasts. And I'm not sure what this is based on or whatever. It's kind of interesting because you have to go up to the little hamburger menu and go to the about page to figure out like what the heck am I looking at? And you know, they have plans for all this stuff and they have a Slack channel. Uh, but I did find out one thing that's cool about it that I was like, well, that's interesting because we're talking and that's why I thought I'd bring this up now. If you ever forget, I went over and typed school of podcasting to see if I was in it. And A, it shows some power of podcasting feed of my show, which is interesting because that's not what I want. But it also lists all these shows that I've appeared on as an interview. And I was like, oh, this is great because that's actually one of the things I want to add to my site is like a press page. Like here's. Here's Dave's bio. Here's his this. And here's other places where he has appeared. And because I don't remember, I mean, I remember this, but it's hilarious because it says almost eight years ago, I was on the Dr. Pod show. Ooh. Uh, so, and all these, you know, and I'm looking at him like going, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that one. I do remember this one. So I, it's interesting. I just, I just, there, when I see new apps that bring nothing to the table, I'm like, Mm, okay. Not sure. Yeah. Not saying you shouldn't yeah. have done it. I'm just looking at going, yeah, well, there's, I'm not leaving overcast for that. So well, you, you have to have a reason, right? Why, so what's, what's, why would I come here rather than somewhere else? And uh, the, if it's curation, then if that curation has to be super compelling, you know, why, why would I make the move? Yeah. So these will, these will work themselves out. This is a great part about it is they all work themselves out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You that's know? true. It'll work it out. It'll work itself out. It's scary that Stormy Daniels is the third most trending search on that site. Right, <laughs> right, right above Fortnite. So there you go. That's uh, there's the American or there's the the world. Wimbledon is on the very top, which yeah. is which is pretty pretty interesting. Interesting. Well, speaking of uh, Wimbledon, it's, uh, it's time to go to the post show. Yeah, it's sixty love, and the show is. I'm not. I'm trying to tie that into tennis, and I'm like, yeah, it's, no, not it's not going to work. There's no transition there whatsoever it's all right but uh jim what yeah are, are you are you up? Uh, i'm blank at this point i was gonna it's, say uh, you're two, two weeks off yeah i took two weeks off you should too it's it's actually really freeing so yeah. but if you want to catch up on the last episode uh the average guy died 
Yeah, and uh, yeah. Speaking of my last episode, it was about imposter syndrome, and it's interesting it's a good one, by the way. because really I, good. I took a lot of effort into that one, and it's one of those where when I do that, uh, I get more feedback. Shocking how that works. Because uh, I actually read a couple books. Um, if that's when I was surprised, the whole Kindle program where you have like unlimited access to all Kindle books. That's like having the world's biggest library. And then you have the power of a Kindle search. I was like, wow, this is in terms of getting really good content as of not anything wrong with Google, but sometimes like actionable steps. I was like, wow, this was so much better than, than Google. So, uh, but yeah, and I'll actually have a, uh, yeah. Kindle unlimited. What's, I, what episode number is that one on imposter syndrome? 627, I believe. So it's a, good, it's a good one. I think everybody should listen to it if they haven't heard it yet. I actually just thought about that in the car uh, this morning. I, I need to make like schoolofpodcasting.com slash who me because there are actually two correct ways of spelling imposter, which I didn't know that was capable. You can have two correct spellings. So if you want to spell it imposter, P O S T E R, or P O S T, it's either O R or E R, and both are considered okay. So I don't know if that's like a, a British yep. UK thing or what, but anyway, so we'll be here next week. Ask the podcast slash live. Thanks for tuning in. Stick around for some post show.